0: Hi, everyone. Welcome and happy new year. I'm so thrilled that we have entered into a new year. But as I consider a new year, it's also a new day. It's also one day after the other. So, as we consider a new year, let's consider the new day. As we get ready to worship God, what do we do every day? We worship Him, we give Him first place in our lives. Yes, it's a new new year, but it's a new day. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. So today I celebrate Almighty God, like I do every single day. This is a new year, and I celebrate him in this new year, but I thank God that he's with me. He said he'd never leave me. He'd never forsake me. He's with me to the end of the age. So today, I celebrate his grace. I celebrate his love. I celebrate the fact that he made me family with him. I celebrate the fact that he made me family with you. So as we get ready to worship God, not just praise him, but to worship him, enter his gates with thanksgiving, and enter his courts with praise. As we start with praise, let, let the praise come from a heart and let it become true worship. True worshipers will worship him in spirit and in truth. So let's get ready to enter into the presence of God and give him the best praise. Uh, This first day of this brand new year, let it be a first fruit of worship and praise that's going to ascend into his presence and going to bring him great glory and honor. But before we go into worship, I want to ask you a big favor. I want you to let me know that you're there. Please get on chat right now and let us know that it's you and your wife, your children, you and two, you and three, you and four more. We want to know because we want to be able uh, to to know how many people we have worshiping together with us today. And we could do that through chat. So let me know that you're there. I want to know that my family is there together, worshiping God together with me. Amen. So right now, go to chat and just say, hallelujah. Just say, glory to God. Just say, here we are, Uh, uh, brother the so-and-so and so so -so with two children three children wherever you may be Uh, and also let me know where you're from Uh, are you from Miami are you from uh, North Carolina are you from Texas Uh, are you from Africa wherever it may be wherever you're watching us right now go to the chat room and let us know um, where you're at so we can recognize you and we could celebrate with you we could praise God with you we're going to be on the chat room all throughout the service and we're going to be talking and praying for each other and ministering to each other so please do get on that chat room, alright? Alright, so let's get ready to worship. Let's go now to the worship uh, that we can do together. Um, amen? In the virtual sanctuary. God bless.
1: Glory to your name! You. It's time for breakthrough! We got to break. Jesus already won the victory. The battle is the Lord. Yeah. Hallelujah! Yeah. God Almighty, You're faithful. You're faithful. Praise Him. Break every chain. To break every chain. Break every chain. Break every chain. Break every chain God, but are still questioning in your heart. Can God do it again? And I declare to that, yes he can and yes he will. Only stand and believe God. Believe God. You want to please the Lord? Then believe in him. Trust him. Hallelujah. Come on, give him a praise. Give him a praise. in the hills you found it's coming down in the name of Jesus yes Lord walking around walking around these walls I thought by now they fall but you have never failed me yet and you never will never will waiting for change to come knowing the battles won for you have never failed me yet come on verse 1 again hallelujah hallelujah walking around walking around Day after day, I got my fall. Don't give up, keep on walking, keep on pressing. But you have everything. Fail me Your promise still stands. Hallelujah. Your promise still stands. Waiting your faithfulness. Faithfulness. I'm still waiting. He's the God that broken hearts. He's the God that sets the captive free. He's the God that sticks closer than a brother. He is faithful. He is faithful in a world that is so uncertain. In a world that is fickle, God remains steadfast, immovable, immovable, immovable. Hallelujah. We can trust.
0: Well, praise God. That was an awesome time of worship and praise. And I really do appreciate all the comments and and uh, all the things that you are saying uh, in this brand new year through the chat room. Thank God for the chat room, right? (laughs) I mean, this is a very unusual season. But thank God for technology. It allows us to remain connected. So thank you for all your your, uh, prayer requests, all the statements you're making. Uh, Let's thank God uh, that we can praise God and continue the fellowship even through the chat room, praise God. I wanted to talk to you a couple of minutes about Proverbs 3.9, because it's very apropos in this first Sunday of the year. It says, honor the Lord with your possessions and with the first fruits of all your increase. So shall your barns be filled with plenty and your vats will overflow with new wine. Interesting, because the Bible or the scriptures instruct us to honor the Lord with our possessions. Why would we need to honor the Lord with our possessions? He owns everything. He's the one that gives us the seed to sow in the first place. It's because he's looking for the way we position our hearts. Is he first in our lives? Or is he second? Or is he third? Or is he fourth? And the problem with us in this earth realm, uh, the fallen nature of the way we think is that there's not enough. There's only a little amount. There's only a limited amount. Therefore, I need to you know, protect it. And I need to make sure it's guarded because I might lose it all. And and we are talking from um, a worry perspective, a loss perspective, a poverty perspective. But in heaven, there's no poverty. In heaven, there's no recession. God's the owner of all the gold and the silver. See, So what he's looking for is a heart that would trust him, understand that he is the provider. So when I give my tithe and I give my offering into his kingdom, What I'm saying to him is, I trust you. I'm honoring you with my possessions. And he's not asking you for it all. He's asking you for a tenth. He's asking you for a portion of it so that others can also receive the word of the Lord, so that others can also be ministered to. See, It's easy to give to somebody that gives back to you. But wow, when you give to somebody that can't give back to you, now you're giving the way God gives. When Jesus died on the cross, he died for all of humanity. Whether they receive him or not, whether they reject him, some of them are criticizing him, some of them beat on him, and yet he still died for them. See, that's the kind of love that God is looking for to manifest through his body because we are his representatives. So when we give, or rather when we give, we do the very same thing that God does. He is a giver, and we are givers. But we also honor him. Is there anything we could give to God that he doesn't have? Well, we can honor him. We can honor him with our worship, with our life. We can honor him with our giving. Right. But I love it because he says, honor the Lord with your possessions and the first fruits of all the increase. In other words, he's not an afterthought. We think about this first. This is a priority. This is one of our disciplines. And as we enter into this new year, we need to dust off our disciplines and make sure they are not only intact, but that we are accurately handling our disciplines, making sure they're first in our lives. Because the disciplines either take you up or bring you down. Right. Or lack of disciplines bring you down. But it says the first fruits of all your increase, so shall your barns. So when God sees that we take care of His business, when we, when God sees that we share out of that which He placed in our hands, because in, in reality all we are are stewards, we can't take it with us when we die. It remains in the earth realm. So while we're in this earth, we manage His resources. And so when we manage it properly by putting Him first and honoring Him by giving the first fruit, in other words, the first, the choicest part. He made sure that our barns will be filled with plenty and our vats will overflow with new wine. And I love that because um, we're taking care of his barns he makes sure that our barns are filled with plenty, enough to be able to take care of our families and whatever it is that the Lord placed in our hands, in our assignments. Amen? So let's get ready to give in this first offering. Let's make sure it's a first fruit unto the Lord. Let's make sure we do it with joy. Let's make sure we do it as part of our worship. Let's make sure we do it with revelation, with understanding that we're giving to the one that owns it all. We're giving to the one that is the Almighty God. And that Almighty God promised us, and He said, if we would honor Him with our possessions and with the first fruits of all our increase, He said that He would cause our barns to be filled with plenty, and our vats will overflow with new wine. Praise God. So let's get ready to give right now. Bow your heads with me. Father, we thank you for this brand new day and this brand new year. And this moment, Lord God, as is our custom, as is our discipline, my Father, as is our priority, we sow the tithe and the offering before you, Lord God, giving you the praise, the honor, and the glory, recognizing your Lordship, recognizing that you're God, recognizing that you're the owner of all the gold and the silver and the cattle on a thousand hills, Lord God, and you're the one that provides for all our need according to your riches and glory through Christ Jesus. So, Father, we don't enter into this new year. we worry or fear we enter into this new year with faith and confidence that you are our provider that you are Almighty God. You're the Lord God, our provider. You're Jehovah Jireh. Hallelujah. You're the Lord God who is ever-present. You're Jehovah Shama. You're present with us. You never leave us nor forsake us. So this day I bless your people. I pray your peace upon them. I pray divine health and healing upon them. I pray the joy of the Lord, the peace of God, the grace of God, the favor of God. I pray the power of God. I pray the healing anointing, and heal, healing virtue, Lord God, would come upon them even now in the name of the Lord, Jesus Christ and may revelation knowledge flow, Lord God, throughout this service, my God, uh, that as we get ready to receive the word in a couple of minutes, my Lord, I know that you're going to minister to your people. So, Father, I thank you for it. I pray it all in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. Let's get ready to give.
1: Rejoice in the Lord always and again I say again.
2: Uh, This is Brother Nate from Calvary Christian Fellowship. I just wanted to wish everybody a happy new year and hopefully you guys had a wonderful holiday. Um, I just wanted to come to you and just basically just uh, bless you with some words, bless you with some of the things that are going on in my mind that I'm processing Man, what a what a hard year it has, has been, right? Uh, 2020, man, was, was very difficult for a lot of people. It was very challenging. And honestly, if I had to put it all in one word, I would say relentless will be the word that I'll use to best describe 2020 because we were all relentless. We didn't give up. We kept fighting through every single trial and test, through every single, you know, hidden surprise that 2020 brought to us, whatever punched it, 2020 threw at us, we was there, you know, Dodging and weaving all the punches and just being relentless, even with the news of the pandemic, even with the news of so many people passing away. Some of our close friends, our family members, we just never gave up. Um, we were so relentless during during this year. We just kept, you know, seeking God through, through all the trials and all the tests and all the tribulations. And, and it just showed that, that we have great grit and that our foundation wasn't built on sand. It was built on a rock. And no matter how the wind blew, no matter how the storms came, no matter what earthquake tried to come our way, we fought it head on. We did not give up and we did it with Christ Um, and we did it with God in our heart and with with the love of Jesus. And we continue to push. We continue to, you know, to persevere through it all. And that's what Calvary is about. That's what God wants us to be. He wants us to be his soldiers. He wants us to be his warriors. He wants us to be his princesses and his and his princesses and his kings and, and his queens. And we have to do it. We have to do it with the love of God. And we, 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 we showed that we, we didn't give up. You know, we didn't we didn't fold under pressure. And that's what it's all about. We were relentless. We were relentless. Say with me, you are relentless. It's not hard to beat you down. I mean, it's, it's very difficult to beat you down. It's very difficult to make you quit. You're just not going to run away from obstacles. And you're not going to run away from, from tests and trials. You're going to fight in it. You're going to stay in it. And you're going to continue to do it. With God in your heart, and that's what it's all about. And I I really wouldn't want to serve in any other church or serve with any other pastor because you guys have shown throughout the years the elders, the ministers, the the leaders, the the even the guests, they've shown they all been through some storms, they all been through some tests, but they've shown that they're stronger than they look, they've shown that they're better than they look. Look, look at me, look, I got white hairs everywhere I've been. You know, with the kids all day in quarantine in my house, and I'm still fighting and I'm still believing that God is going to uh, make a way where there is no way. And I love it. You know, God has been showing me how strong I am, even through these tests and through these trials and all the ups and all the downs and all the, you know, surprises that it has, has brought. But it has made me so much stronger. It's made me so much better. and shown me that I have endurance. and shown me that I don't quit easy and and that's what it's all about. So, I'm excited about this. And now, on to a new year. You know, now we're focusing on 2021, and the word that I have in my spirit for 2021 is optimistic. You have to be optimistic. You have to look towards the future and be optimistic. Optimistic simply means it means to be hopeful and confident about the future. Just be hopeful and confident about the future. Don't be like the, the, the spies that went into the promised land and, and one of them came back with good reports and the others came back with the negative reports. Come back with the report of God. Know that God is in control. Know that God is going to make a way. Know that God has your back. Know that God is not going to make you go through a storm and not let you see what, 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 what is going to be on the other side. All right. So we're going to get ready to enter into a new season. Make sure that you enter into this new season with cheerfulness. Make sure you enter the season with positivity. Make sure you enter it with confidence. We have to be confident, right? We have to be confident that God is with us, that God is, is holding us down. We have to be hopeful. You know, you have to bring the hope to the world. You have to bring hope to the people. You have to bring hope into your schools, hope into the neighborhoods, hope into everywhere you go. Just bring hope, 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 hope. And you have to be upbeat. Just want to be alive. I want to be alive right now. This is my season, right? This is my season. God turned my morning into dancing. For this is the day that the Lord has made, and I shall rejoice and be glad in it. You have to be upbeat in this season. 2021, just come in there with an upbeat spirit, with an upbeat mentality, knowing that whatever's gonna come your way, you're gonna be able to conquer it. Because 2020 already showed you can conquer through some hard times. 2020 already showed you can conquer through some you know through some through some situations that should have killed you, could have killed you, but didn't kill you, and you continue to survive and to push through and to thrive. So just know that when God uses you this season, be confident about it. Be happy about it. And just make sure that you enjoy your family through it all. Make sure you don't turn your back on anybody. Just continue to look forward and to be positive and to love one another. And this is just my message. His name Medina. Over and out, Calvary Christian Fellowship. I love you. Enjoy the, Enjoy the new year.
0: Thank you so much, Brother Nate, for your practical perspective and your encouraging thoughts. They're most appreciated. Happy and blessed New Year to you and your lovely family. Wow, brand new year, brand new opportunities. Many forward-looking individuals have worked on their calendars for the year 2021. You know, they're hoping to accomplish or finish what they had started in the year 2020. Others have written down their New Year's resolutions, determined to accomplish some worthy goal. So, uh most people today actually are thinking, hey, it's the first day of the new year. What are they going to get done in this brand new year? Or at least that's how most people process new years. Others are so glad that 2020 is finished. Some seem to think that it's a new year, so everything's going to reboot, and all the problems of the year 2020 are just simply going to go away. But I want to present you an option on this first Sunday of the new year. In Joshua chapter one, verse three, God told Joshua, every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I have given you, as I said to Moses. So isn't that interesting? God is speaking to Joshua in a new season and he's telling them, every place that you step on, I already gave you. Now, it denotes their responsibility because God did something already for Joshua, but Joshua had to step up in order to be able to uh, grab a hold of all that God had for him. He had to take the steps. So God was not just speaking of a new season or a new year. God was letting Joshua know that he would be with him, but Joshua was actually responsible to take the steps together with Almighty God. One step at a time, every step that he would take, God had already given him that land. Someone once said the most important step that one can take is the first step there's something special about making up your mind and taking that first step another perspective that i like to mention here into the first day of the new year is found in matthew chapter 6 verse 11. jesus told the disciples to pray this way give us this day our daily bread interesting Pray every day for daily bread. The word bread there means provision, it means wisdom, it means everything that you need for the day. In the Lord's Prayer, Jesus shared the importance of partnering with God every single day. And part of our partnering is our prayer, our prayer life. So let me give you a quote. Your future is determined by your daily decisions, steps and actions. Let me say it again, your future is determined by your daily decisions, steps, and actions. The scriptures teach us that as we partner with God, every step that we take has hidden provision or hidden bread, wisdom, partnerships, land, influence, and benefit for you and for those that you minister to. We already have the permission and the authority to go and preach and disciple you know, others. Jesus not only authorized us that we can do so, but he promised us that he would be with us and not forsake us as we obey him and take care of our responsibility. So in the midst of this pandemic, we realize that everyone is trying to get a handle on how to get things done while dealing with an elusive, insidious virus and a world that has been turned upside down. We can see um, this in every area, especially uh, look what's happening in government. The government is continuously updating their rules, regulations, and policies. Why? Because they have to. Things are shifting and morphing so quickly. And they blame each other for not getting things done, quote-unquote, effectively. But yet, no one has a real solid guaranteed process. We're all learning as we go. Because of this, we need to revisit our disciplines as the body of Christ and as Christians this year. See, it's the things that we do daily that take us over. Or put us under. Overcomers never give up. Overcomers never give in. So let me give you some of the disciplines that we need to revisit this first day, um, not first day, but the first Sunday of this new year. Point number one: We're warriors. We're warriors, and our spiritual DNA comes from the number one warrior. In 2 Timothy chapter two, verse uh, one through four, it says this: "You, therefore, my son, be strong in the grace." that is in Jesus Christ. And the things that you have heard from me among these many witnesses, commit these to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. You therefore must endure hardship as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. Notice what it said there, good soldier of Jesus Christ. So we're soldiers, we're warriors. It says no one engaged in a warfare entangles himself with the affairs of this life, that he may please him who enlisted him as a soldier. Also, in Exodus chapter 15, verse 3, it says, The Lord is a man of war. The Lord is his name. Hallelujah. So Jesus is the number one warrior. We saw that in his life. I mean, he spent time 40 days in the desert for crying out loud. No average person can do that. Our Lord is a warrior. Our Lord, he was a carpenter. I mean, he'd slap you. You were going down. He was rough and tough. He was not weak. He was meek, but meek means controlled strength and power. He was a man, and he is a man of war, a man of war. The Lord is his name. Warriors aren't born, they're trained. They learn in boot camp. See, uh, they have drill sergeants. So they must, be, they must first unlearn everything they learned in their previous life. They're first broken, and then they are retrained. Warriors are then taken beyond their comfort level, the drill sergeants tap into their greatness and in their and to their inner warrior and then they transform the average joe into a gi joe hallelujah from a joe to a gi joe see the battle will always reveal the warrior let me give you a note here in the same way that an anchor reveals its strength and value during storms and crises warriors too reveal their strength, as well as their principles and strategies that would allow them to survive on the battlefield and take the land. Four things, then, we must consider. And four things come to mind right now that are essential for a warrior to be victorious in battle. Number one, they know how to listen. They learned it in boot camp. Listening and hearing their leaders is essential, even to life. They can die if they don't listen correctly. Number two, they learn that obedience is the difference between life and death. So they learn how to obey rules and regulations. They learn how to work together with their supervisors. Number three, they learn that they don't win alone. See, they learn to work and they learn to trust their company or team. So they work with and they trust their company and their team. And we have the same warrior spirit as the Lord Jesus Christ. We have the same DNA. Jesus told him once again, peace be unto you. Just as the Father has sent me, I send you. See, so he sent us with his spirit. He sent us with that same DNA, the DNA of a warrior. In Ephesians chapter five, verse one, it says, therefore be imitators of God. The Amplified says, copy him. Follow his example as well-beloved children imitate their father. Wow. See, so we are to imitate God. We're we're to follow his example as well-beloved children. Hallelujah. Are we following the example of the mighty warrior? Ephesians uh, also says this. The mystery that has been kept hidden for ages and generations, but now is disclosed to the saints, to them, God has chosen to make known among the Gentiles the glorious riches of the mystery, which is Christ in Glory. See, Christ, the warrior spirit is in you. In Romans 13:14, it says, Rather clothe yourselves with the Lord Jesus Christ. And do not think about how to gratify the desires of the sinful nature. So we must clothe ourselves in this new year. And we must clothe ourselves every day, frankly, with the Lord Jesus Christ, with his word, with his promises, with his spirit. Colossians 3.10 says, put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge in the image of its creator. Hallelujah. Jesus said that, you know, as warriors, we need to understand that. Storms will come. Wars will rage. But what is your view of the storm? What is your view of a war? Most people are afraid of storms, yet there are those that are at their best during a storm. For example, a surfer. A surfer loves a storm. Why? Because you have very good movement in the water you know, during times of storms, so they can get a great wave during that time. Also, meteorologists, they run to the storms as people are running away from the storms. They want to get good revelation, good uh, information from that particular storm so that then they can give it to society so they could protect themselves from future storms. So Jesus said clearly that there would be storms and difficult seasons. But remember, storms come to both the man who builds on the rock and for the man that builds on the sand. But who's the one that survives? Who's the one that thrives? The storm will always reveal Um, the strength of the man that builds on the rock, the warrior. Note this also, the warrior that was properly trained and prepared was able to weather the storm when it came. So that's why it's important for us to constantly be exercising ourselves in the Word of God, constantly be in the atmosphere and environment of that warrior, the environment of the presence of the Holy Spirit, the environment of the Word, of His promises. The environment of the fellowship of other warriors, praise God. The storm never tells you when it's coming. Frankly, it doesn't. We have to (laughs) we have to be prepared and we have to be proactive to be able to resist the storm when it does come. Warriors are vital. They're vital every single day in every arena of life. The warrior protects land, country, family, even economy. Without warriors, There would be no atmosphere, safety, and confidence. See, it's only um, when the atmosphere is stable and and protected that we see the freedom to be able to build new communities, expand the towns and the cities, build uh, communities of faith, uh, build businesses, because we're protected, so we feel safe. So you and I are, are fellow overcoming warriors, and the weapons of our warfare are mighty through God for the pulling down of strongholds so remember that fellow warrior as you enter into this new year the second point i wanted to share with you is the importance of the practical and spiritual disciplines that all of us must be embracing on an ongoing basis in proverbs chapter 12 verse 24 it says the hand of the diligent will rule but the lazy man will be forced will be put to forced labor so warriors are leaders who create their future for better or for the for worse they're going to go out there they're going to take the land they're, they're going to take chances they're going to take risks and the year 2021 is a year of taking risks a year of trusting god and moving with god and walking with god and declaring what god says leaders take responsibility for what they know they need to accomplish leaders are change agents So we need to bring change in this year, change that will bring people back to God, change that will be beneficial to society, change that will leave a lasting legacy and bring great glory and honor to God. Leaders confront their present issues in order to get rid of any obstacles. They war with their present to release their future. I'm going to say that again. They war with their present to release their future. They're not satisfied with the present. They know there's something better in their tomorrow so therefore they'll make war today to guarantee that better future leaders embrace godly disciplines and we all need to be embracing the godly disciplines of prayer and fasting study of the word walking right making decisions uh, that we know honor god telling our flesh no when 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 it wants to go south 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 26 and 27 says, Therefore I run thus, not with uncertainty, but I fight, not as one who beats the air, but I discipline my body, and I bring it into subjection, lest, when I have preached to others, I myself should become disqualified. No, brethren, it's not time to get disqualified. It's time to discipline ourselves and be qualified for this season. Because discipline is actually self-policing. It's when one places self-imposed standards and restrictions that enable us to focus on the actions that lead to success. It's working harder on yourself than on others. Because if you cannot rule your thoughts, you won't be able to control yourself. If you cannot rule yourself, you will limit your destiny, your abilities, and your purpose. If you cannot rule yourself, you'll be controlled by circumstances or other people. Self-control is the most difficult to master, but it reaps the greatest of rewards. Discipline is determined by the vision we have, by our destiny, by our purpose. Our purpose tells us what we can say yes to and what we can say no to. I cannot hang out with some people because of my purpose. Because if I hang out with them, I'll lose my purpose. So my, part of my discipline is looking at my purpose and then arranging my disciplines around the purpose. See, our view of ourselves, our life, our vision, will determine how our future rolls out. So therefore, we need to be very careful of how we view our future and how we view ourselves in context of the promises of God, in context of the purpose wherewith God has called us. Because it'll determine how we utilize our time. It'll determine how we choose our, our priorities. It'll determine how we choose our friends. It'll determine how we use our gifts, our talents, our treasures, our energies, our limited energies. See, it even determines our attitude. It determines even how I invest. I will invest toward my future based on what I see my future to be. So as we consider our disciplines, it is vital that we polish it off, that we look at it, that we sharpen our disciplines. That we look at our vision, we look at the year 2021, ask God what he wants done in 2021 and begin that trek and discipline ourselves accordingly. And then the third thing is our faith. We need to revisit the arena of faith. Joshua confided in God. He, he confided in his promises. He knew God was faithful. He knew if God said it, he would do it. He trusted God in his promises with all of his heart. See, we're saved by grace. But the Bible says we're saved by grace through faith. So grace and faith is a partnership. Grace is what God gives us by his goodness, his love. He extends it to all mankind. But not everybody embraces uh, his grace. Ephesians 2.8 says, by grace you have been saved through faith. And that not of yourself, it is a gift of God. So grace is a gift of God. God's love is his gift. But not everybody will embrace his love. Not everybody will embrace the grace of God. It takes faith. And faith is when we partner with God, when we partner with his word, when we believe in his word, when we, when we choose to trust him over our natural mind and our thoughts or well, anybody here in this earth realm. Our loving, gracious God provided salvation for us as a gift, but we have the responsibility to receive his promises by faith. In Galatians 3.14, 3, 14, there's a principle there that has to do with faith. It says that the blessings of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in Christ Jesus, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. See, notice, we receive the promises of God through faith. We receive the promise of the Spirit through faith and anything else that God um, has determined for us through faith. That means confidence in Him, trust in His ability, in His faithfulness. Believing in the Lord Jesus Christ. Believing on on the complete, finished work of the cross. Jesus recognized the faith of the people in his earth realm. In Matthew chapter 9, 29, it says he touched uh, their eyes, saying, according to your faith, let it be unto you. Did you hear that? According to their faith. Matthew 15, 28, Jesus answered and said to her, O woman, great is thy faith. Let it be to you as you desire. And her daughter was healed from that very same hour. See, so we must always teach on faith. We must always study faith. We must always uh, sharpen our faith each and every day. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. It is impossible to please our faith. Hebrews eleven six. By faith, we get saved. By faith, we get healed. By faith, we receive the promises of God. By faith, we prosper. By faith, we get success in life, in ministry, in business, whatever it is, by faith. By faith, we wage godly warfare. You can see that in Hebrews 11. Um, You can see that uh, that's uh, the hall of fame of faith. In Hebrews 11, even talks about the, the men walking around Jericho. That was warfare. They received, but it said they received that by faith. So that means they marched around. So they did the actions of it, but they did it by faith. Notice in Mark 9:23 what Jesus said. This is a powerful revelation. You ready to catch this one? He said, "If thou can believe, all things are possible to those who believe." Did you get that? Did you catch that? Let me say it again. "If you can believe," Jesus said, "all things are possible to those who believe." Once again, Mark 9:23. So, thinking about it, That means that possibilities to me are not determined by what others have done. My my, my possibilities are not determined by current circumstances. My possibilities are not determined by current limitations even. My faith determines the final outcome as I partner with God's grace. If I believe his word, it is possible to me. See, And when we believe God, we believe his word. We act on it like Joshua did. Our boldness comes forth. We assume the faith posture and receive the promises of God. See? Many people won't even understand you. They'll criticize you. They'll think you're arrogant. But it's not all about that. You're just believing God's word. You're confident in God and his ability to fulfill his promises. Faith is always now looking forward. It's not looking backwards. Faith is that partnership with our chief apostle and bishop of our souls. We trust in his faithful promises. So in closing, as we enter into this new year, let's make sure that our disciplines are sharp and clear and undeterred. See, that is the difference between the overcomer and one who is overcome. See, so today I just want to remind you, fellow warrior, not time to give in, not time to give up. It's time to pursue the promises of God. It's time to to um, bask in God's presence and receive once again that passion. You, know, you that have been beat up throughout the year, you that have that are weary. It's time to be refreshed in His Spirit. So right now, together with me, let's lift up our hands and let's worship Him. Worship Him right there where you're at, Holy Spirit. Right now, we receive that fresh, invigorating presence. We receive once again the restoration of that confidence, of that strength. Lord God, today, this Sunday the 3rd, we receive your love, your grace. Right now, Holy Spirit, fill us once again afresh. Right now, touch each and every man, woman, child that is part of this uh, virtual sanctuary. Fill us with your presence. Fill every home with your presence. And we thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are with us. Oh God, right now. Hallelujah. Receive this this grace right now. I just sense right now that God wants to fill you with his joy, with his peace, with his grace. Right now, God wants to restore to you that joy that the enemy tried to sap from you. You're coming into the year 2001 with renewed energies, with renewed vigor, with renewed determination, with clear, clean faith, hallelujah. Knowing that greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. Knowing that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. We cancel any and all assignments of the enemy uh, in our lives, Lord God, that have tried to affect us. And we enter in the year 2021, Lord God, with the joy of the Lord. Hallelujah. And we determine as fellow warriors, Lord God, to continue to conquer the land, to continue to reach out to those that need Jesus. So help us, Father. Open up the eyes of our understanding that we might be able to see what you're doing in this uh, year, Lord God, that we might partner with you, my Heavenly Father. We refuse to allow the circumstances or dictates of men to rule us, Lord God. We are led by your spirit. We are led by your word. So, Father, bless your people right now. And if there's one right now that that you have really just been disconnected from God for some time, and you need to reconnect right now is your time. Just say, Almighty God, forgive me forgive me. I I ask that you cleanse me once again. I ask that you um, fill me with your spirit. I receive Jesus as my Savior, as my Lord, right there, right where you are. Just lift up your hands and receive him. Receive his love. Receive his grace. It's grace, but you receive it by faith. So lift up your faith before God and just receive what he has for you. There are some of you that are supposed to do some incredibly important and technical and complicated things, But God is saying, my grace is sufficient for you. I will give you the wisdom you need. I will give you the understanding you need. There are others of you that are responsible for people, responsible uh, for family, responsible for children, responsible for businesses. God gives you his grace today to be able to thrive in the year 2021. Someone once said, uh, not so long ago I heard this, and I said, wow, that's a good quote. Call it 2021. But not 2021. Like in a number one, 2021, W-O-N. So we won in 2021. Hallelujah. So it's, it's our time to win, but not just win just for win's sake, win for those that we're called to serve. We're supposed to be able to accomplish the very things that God called us to accomplish. So, brethren, today, be encouraged in the midst of this season, in the midst of what some have said is going to be a dark season. I say that the light of Jesus Christ comes to bring light to any dark season. The light of God, the light of the Holy Spirit is coming to illuminate those that think that they're in in darkness. The light invades the darkness and brings salvation, brings restoration, brings grace and favor. Hallelujah. You're carrying the light of God. You are the light of the world. Wherever you go, wherever there's darkness, light will arise. So let your light shine in the year 2021. Because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. And that spirit of the warrior is in you. What the warriors do when another warrior challenges them, they bring them down. They fight them and overcome them. So all of the enemies that have come against you, praise God. God and you are the majority. And you have the victory in Christ Jesus. You are more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus. You're more, the Bible says, more than a conqueror because he's the main conqueror and he's going before you. So by the time you get there, he already uh, flattened the land for you. He already took care of the enemies. You go in and you get the spoils, hallelujah. So come in to this year and start uh, becoming that warrior. Start, uh, be that warrior. Be, the Bible says, that warrior that God has called you to, to be. He already commissioned you. Guess what? God hasn't changed his mind. He's still on the throne. He still uh, has overcome. And he's not running away. He's not hiding anywhere. (laughs) So neither should we. We should not be hiding anywhere. In the midst of us using wisdom, practical wisdom as God would give us, let's continue to love on people. Let's continue the time of fellowship. I know we're meeting now virtually, but you're still the church. I still feel your presence even now. I know we're together, hallelujah. And for those of you that are on chat, I'm also chatting with you. So I I hear your chats, I see what you're saying. And I'm I'm in agreement that this is our year to be able to accomplish the things that God has called us to accomplish. And what the enemy tried to shut down in a previous year, God is gonna release and let us experience and see it with our own eyes this year and beyond. Because God's not finished. And as long as we're here, we still are on assignment. So while we're on assignment, we continue to labor. We labor while it is yet day. Praise God. So brethren, God bless you. uh, Just as as I get ready to release you so that you can uh, be on assignment and minister to your family and friends. Some of you, I I would even recommend that you uh, uh, share this through Facebook. Or share it with your friends that they can hear this message. Because I know that many people need to hear this. Because many people are are, are concerned, they're fearful, they're worried. Let's get them out of worry and into faith. Hallelujah. Praise God. So God bless you. Let me pray for you as we close. And actually, before we close, um, just remember that uh, if you had not had a chance to release the tithe or the offering yet, you can feel free to do so at our website, CalvaryNY.com. Dot org, calvaryny.org forward slash give. Okay, and you could also call the office if you have any prayer requests. Um, you can uh, call the office at 718 829 5306. If you want to email me, you can email me at pastorvictor Victor at Calvaryny.org. Pastor Victor at Calvaryny.org. Praise God. Let me pray for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for your love and your grace upon our lives. Thank you for this beautiful, brand new year, Lord God. But Father, we don't look at it just as a year. We see it day to day. Our relationship is with you each and every day. And we thank you for our daily bread. We thank you that every step that we take. You've already given to us. And there's new wisdom, understanding, grace, and favor and provision, influence, Lord God, power, uh, Father, in every step. Every step will reveal a new facet of that which you have already provided for us. So, Lord, I thank you. I pray that you open up the eyes of your people, that they might see those very steps that they need to take, Lord God. The very strategies that you've given them, my Father. Grant them, Lord God, the power of God. Hallelujah. You've given, you haven't given you have given them a spirit of fear, but of love, of power, and of a sound mind. So I thank you, Father, that we have the mind of Christ. We have a sound mind. And we walk in power. And we walk in love. Hallelujah. So, Father, I dismiss your people, Lord God, from This service, thanking you, Lord God, that you're with us. You never leave us nor forsake us. Thank you that your angels encamp around about us and guard us and keep us in all of our ways, my God. Father, we pray all these things in the awesome and majestic name of our Lord of Lords, King of Kings, Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Remember, you're blessed and you are highly favored. So go be that blessing that God has called you to be. This is Pastor Victor. Love you. And we will see you this coming Tuesday. Remember, this coming Tuesday, we meet uh, via Zoom. If you need the Zoom information, just call the office, 718 829 5306. 730. I'll see you there. We have some powerful warrior teachings that we're going to be giving um, each and every Tuesday. All right. God bless you. God love you and happy and blessed and prosperous new year.